0: You're listening to the Quiet Rebels podcast, episode number 39. And this episode is super special, and you're probably thinking, oh, maker you say that all the time, so what is special about it this time? And I have to say that this episode is super special because I'm actually featuring one of my students from my podcast guesting course, Show Up and Be Heard. She was actually one of the first people to go through the beta round back in September of 2019, and so it's just amazing to see her journey up until now, and she's coming on the podcast today to talk about her area of expertise, which is brand strategy and being Able to infuse personality into your brand to really reflect the true essence of you. So instead of saying personality all the time, my special guest actually talks about finding the essence of you and really just kind of owning that and allowing that to exude into your business. And I love the examples that she's giving us as well as the step by step framework. She actually, oh, like we actually do some live demos on ourselves actually through her process. So this is a super, super fun interview and I really hope that you love it because if you're somebody who struggles a little bit with knowing how much to put your personality out there or maybe you haven't done it yet and you want to give a shot be sure to tune into this episode with Megan Otto. Alrighty so let's dive into it. This is the place to be if you want the courage to live your life and run your business in a way that's true to you. Contrary to what you might think you don't have to be the loudest person in the room in order to be heard. But here's the thing, there's no time for you to be playing small anymore, because you can make an impact on the people you want to help in this world by showing up and owning your message. And it is my personal mission to support you on your journey with every single episode. I am your host, Meike Sang, and it is my honour to welcome you to The Quiet Rebellion. Let's dive in. Hello, my dear Quiet Rebels. I hope you are doing amazing. So I have a very special guest on the show today. And I know I probably say that at the beginning of every show, but this one is a very special guest for a reason, because she's actually one of my first students who ever enrolled in my podcast guesting program called Show Up and Be Heard. And back then it was a Show Up and Be Heard incubator as well. So this person, she has been an amazing student. And I just wanted to really see her shine with something that she really knows how to talk about, and that is about personality in business. So I would love to introduce you to Megan Otto. So Megan, welcome onto the show.
1: Thank you so much. I'm super, super excited to be here with you all.
0: Awesome. So Megan is a brand strategist and she helps women to transform their personal brands from just selling a service to selling an entire experience. So Megan, could you walk us through like how you got here? Because I know it's been quite a journey from us getting to know each other um, and I've loved hearing your story. But for those who don't know you yet, could you tell us how you became a brand strategist and helping entrepreneurs, especially women, to, you know, really bring personality into their business today?
1: Uh, yes. So my journey started a couple of years ago and at the time I really didn't have any interest in starting a business or anything like that. And then life threw me a major curveball and I had a series of personal challenges hit me back to back to back and it was a really difficult time in my life. And after I came out on the other side of it, I was like, okay, Megan, this is not going to be the end of your story and you are going to figure this out. So I did a ton of soul searching and researching and just kind of figuring out what exactly I wanted to do with my life and and what I was passionate about and wanted to pursue. And so I decided that I really wanted to start my own business and I still didn't know exactly what that would look like, but I knew that I was super curious with marketing and the world of marketing and everything. So I kind of started going down that rabbit hole. And originally I started a copywriting business and I did that for a little while. And then that really helped me get clarity on the things that I really, really did love about marketing. And so I had this kind of light bulb moment that went off for me and I was like, oh my God, brand strategy for personal brands is super fascinating to me. And that is what I decided I'm like, this is it. And so I have been going down that path ever since and that is how we are where we
0: are right now awesome so thank you for sharing that um it's taken you you know because you've been hit by a couple of life's curse balls i mean like haven't we all and so it's amazing that you know throughout all those challenges you really rose up from that and i can definitely resonate with you on your story with that and i love how you really decided to take you know, life by the horns and take charge for yourself and actually focusing on work that you love doing. And so I really love that you focus on bringing personality into brands because I have seen that um, it either goes one of two ways. It's either too much personality and sometimes it's really not enough. So could we actually start this conversation speaking about why we actually need to ditch our quote-unquote professional personas and why or at least in the wor- in the world of personal brands for like service providers and course creators and such why is it really important to actually allow our personality to shine above anything else
1: yes so people at the end of the day people are buying from other people and when you have a personal brand and you're selling a service yes people are buying the service that you're selling but they're buying from you because they feel a connection to you and they feel this like they have this relationship with you and they trust you. And that's, that's the piece that's really important is that when you show up with your personality and your brand and you come across authentically, it, it starts to build that trust with people. And that is what really sets you apart and makes it easy for people to envision working with you and want to work with you
0: mm yeah I totally agree with that I mean sometimes I forget when I recently pivoted into this area of my business with podcast guesting and um, for the longest time it was kind of like I felt uh, have you heard of the blue ocean strategy have you ever heard of that I uh, know uh-huh. so uh, the idea is um well this I learned this from Marie Folio, but um, there's actually a book on it as the name escapes me as the author but basically the idea is when you start a business you ideally want to find your blue ocean and what that is, is that there's like no okay? Let let me just um say that what a red ocean is. So red ocean is when there's lots of sharks fighting over the same prey. So the sharks, obviously, in that case, is your quote unquote competition. And a blue ocean is when you find your space that there's not very many people, right? And um, mm-hmm. you have all the fish in the sea essentially. <laughs> and so. For a while, it felt like a blue ocean to me. And I know that what I do is still fairly new in the industry. But then I suddenly started to find so many other people. And I'm not going to lie. At first, I felt a little bit insecure because I was so used to kind of being the only one. And then when, like, you know, we had the same mentors, like uh, Kira Hug and Rob Marsh from the Copywriter Club. And they spoke to me and said, you know, people buy the service because of you, not just because of what you do. So I love what you said here that this is kind of like a reassurance that even if we do have people who do the same thing that us, no one can do it in the same way that we can. And in the voice that we have. So let's definitely dig deeper into this. How can we really capture our personality? And um, cause I know that for those who aren't used to putting themselves out there, they're going to struggle a little bit with actually knowing how much to show. So could you share with us like, what's a good gauge for us to know how much personality to bring into the brand experience?
1: Yes. So, and and that is the whole topic of letting your personality show up in your business is such uh, a tricky one because it is hard to be objective about ourselves and it is hard to to know how much we should show up in our brand. And I think that which you I mean, yes, you can overshare and you can share personal details of your life, but I don't think that you can really show up. And I know authentically is kind of like a, a buzzword right now, but I don't think you can show up too authentically. I think that you want to be your comfortable, most natural self in your brand. Like whatever that is for you, you want to work to be able to really Let that be a seamless transition or let it seamlessly show up in your brand. Sharing personal details about your life, that's something that's a little bit different. And that, I guess, is up to the individual. But I don't think that you can be too much of yourself in your brand, if that makes sense.
0: In a way, it does. But I know that it's going to boggle a couple of minds because it sounds like going back on itself a little bit. So how much is... Um, I think let's start off with the personal details, because I think when people think personal brand that we, you share like every sort of detail of your life. And <laughs> uh, personally, like my, my business is named after my name. So it, I am the face of it. But um, I've learned recently from my dad, who I just uh, saw over the weekend at the time of this recording. He told me that I'm actually a very private person, even though I actually share some things online. So could you share like what is a good balance? Because I find that some people almost feel like they have to share those details in order to feel that personal connection. So when is it okay and when is it not okay?
1: <laughs> okay, so let me try and think of an example that might kind of help. So you know how like when you're in your own home mm-hmm. and you're just either by yourself or you maybe you have family that you live with and you're totally yourself. It, you don't care what you look like. You don't care what you sound like. You just are yourself and you don't even give it a second of thought. That is you and your most authentic self. And then usually what happens is when we go out in public, we start to add layers of filters onto ourselves. Mm-hmm. And you know, maybe if we're going to the grocery store, we don't really care that much. <laughs> but some people do, some people don't. But the more you start to go out in public or do certain, or you're around certain people, you start to add more filters onto yourself and you kind of tone yourself back a little bit and you're not necessarily who you are when you're at home. So the goal of your personal brand is to let your natural you, like how you are when you're not even trying, show up in your personal brand. That doesn't mean that you have to share verbalize personal details of your life, you know, like um, you don't have to share about your kids or you don't have to share about your relationships or things like that, but you want to have language on your site, you know, the words that you use and your brand pictures, you want them to capture the feeling of you when you are your most truest natural self. Does that make more sense then? So it's not necessarily about oversharing personal details of your life, whereas you can, depending on how you're comfortable, but you want to give the feeling and the vibe of what you're like when you're naturally you because that that's what really starts people connect to that when they see that level of transparency and just the vibe and the energy that you give off that's that's what you really want to open up and have feel very much like you in your natural environment
0: Mm -hmm. That makes a lot more sense. And um, I love what you said about the filters that we put on. So I actually thought of Instagram filters. And that's actually a good example, because when we take um, selfies, for example, like many people do put on filters. And I know that whenever I put on Insta stories, I do put on that subtle filter. (laughs) It just makes me feel a little bit better about my my skin tone. But anyway, um, that does make a lot of sense of how we can actually bring the experience and not just um, it's kind of like showing, not just telling, right? Yes. Uh, because, uh, yeah, I guess that's the way to think about it. Because um, a lot of people do verbalize their um stuff through posts and, like, you know, writing out on Facebook, writing out uh, on Instagram and stuff, but actually inviting them in to see you. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so now we have an idea of like how it actually shows up, how personality shows up. So, could you actually share with us a bit more? step-by-step on how to make it happen because I know for the quiet rebels listening right now if they have been a little bit shy or they haven't they don't know how to actually capture their personality could you kind of walk us through your personal process of how you um, can capture your personality because I believe it's three steps that you have right
1: yes so and again to to capture your personality, and I actually like to say capture the essence of you because I think your personality is—it's part of who you are, but it's—it's it's more than we have more than just our personality. So personality is a good way to think about it, but I like to um, say how to capture the essence of you. So you want to get to the core essence of you, and again, that's—it's hard to be objective about ourselves, and so there's. A couple different ways that you can do this to actually kind of remove yourself from the equation because Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times we get in our own way. So the way that you can do this is you can think of a couple of different songs that you love that you totally relate to. So it can be a mashup. It can be like one or two songs. It could be like three to five songs. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter what songs they are. You just want to think of them, write them down, and Then take a couple of like a minute or two to just like journal why you relate to these songs and no right or wrong answers, anything like that. Then the second thing you can do is to pick a movie character or a couple of different movie characters. And again, this is a way to get outside of you and pick something that already exists that you've a movie character that you feel like you really relate to or a TV show character. And this can be really fun. It can be anyone And again, you don't want to pick someone that you wish you were. You want to pick (laughs) some character that you um, actually already relate to. And again, you can even like mash up a couple different characters if you'd be like, okay, there's like these three people that like totally bring out my personalities. I totally relate to them. I see it. And when you have them outside of you and there's like, you can like envision them, it's just way easier to pick apart these attributes that you relate to. So you want to do the same thing where you write these people down, And then take a couple minutes to just journal why you relate to them. And then the third step is you pick three to five family members or friends. And you want to pick people that know you super well. And you want to ask them three questions. And they have to give you the answers written down. And the first question that you ask them is, what are my top personality traits? What are my top strengths? And then the third question is, if you were to describe me to someone that had never met me before, what would you say about me? And then you want to get them to, like I said, write them down. And then once you have those three steps, you want to compare what you wrote down about yourself. Oh, there was one step in there. After you do the songs and the movie characters, you want to, for yourself, write down like your personality top personality traits and the top strengths that you thought you saw out of that exercise. And then you compare it to what other people who know you really well say about you. And this should give you a really good starting point. And it should be really interesting to compare. Yeah. Like what you said to what other people say about you. And then once you have this, it's time to really take a look at your brand and see how much um, you have already incorporated that in there. And how much, you know, you can actually really start to incorporate even more into your personal brand.
0: Okay, well, obviously, as you're going through these steps, especially the song and the character, I started to, can you tell us, because um, I know that you've done this process for yourself, right? So um, we can take it in turns. So <laughs> could you name one of the songs that you really relate to and why?
1: Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> I'm terrible with remembering song names. I will just throw them out there right now. But I will tell you. Um, do you know any songs by Miranda Lambert? She's like a country.
0: I, I personally don't, but I'll link these songs in our show notes. But, um, so, okay. um, get, uh, could you share, like, I don't know, a uh, line of the lyrics that.
1: Oh, gosh. I, I'm, t- I'm telling you, I'm like <laughs> the worst with remembering lyrics word for word. If I sing songs like to the radio, I'm like, I never get them right. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm totally uh, messing it up. But I do know the artist, like one of the artists that pretty much any song she has, like I totally relate to, um, Miranda Lambert. She has a ton of songs. And I know if I like Googled her right now, I'd be like, oh, yeah, this song, this song, this song, and this song. But I just relate to her just the vibe, the energy that she has. It's like, I look at her and I can clearly see comparisons um, between her music and who I am.
0: Okay. Well, I'm going to put the a YouTube playlist in the show notes. I, I really want to see uh, what these songs are about. Um, I I, I really thought about it when you mentioned the songs. And even though one of my jams is um, all about that bass by Megan Trainor, I don't relate to that. It makes me feel like, a different version of me, and you said not to do that. So, the first one that actually came to mind after that was Reflection. There's a version in Disney's Mulan, but the original is actually by Christina Aguilera. And oh. there's one line that, so this is how I felt a lot more when I was growing up, I suppose. So, I'm not going to sing. <laughs> so, it's like, who is that girl I see staring straight back at me? Why is my reflection someone I don't know? And Actually, no, I think that's in both versions. Yeah, but I remember when I was little, I, I never felt like I could be me. And mm-hmm. that song is all about breaking free from other people's expectations of you and being your true self so that your reflection actually mirrors how you feel. So that's my... And when you said the character, I was like, oh, I want to be Mulan. And she's like, no, no you need to pick that one. <laughs> like, yes. oh, no, I was like, damn it, I want to be the hero of China. <laughs> but you know... <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> And um, do, do you have a character um, in mind?
1: My- yeah, I have a um, a couple. So that I have like two of the three. There's like a missing trifecta. So um,
0: have you seen Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? The oh, show. I feel, so, I feel so bad that I'm not getting any references, but um, I will link it up. <laughs> but no, I haven't. But <laughs> okay. Not the character. <laughs> okay.
1: So there's um so I like you can it doesn't have to be just one character because I mean we were obviously very multi-dimensional people so if you have that one person that you totally relate to on all levels great but for me so there's like two uh, main characters in this show there's Midge Maisel and then there's this her manager Susie Meyerson, and um they're both like Susie is this she has this like she pulls on like the really uh kind of crazy side that I have and then Midge Maisel she's She's this woman who is trying to figure it out and she's got all these, you know, different things going on. And I I just, I really relate to them. And then there is, I have to think of a third character because there's this other side of me that it doesn't capture. But those are two of the three
0: that I would say. Cool. You you need to link me up with um, all these references. You have to see Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. It is such a good show. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I've never heard of it before, but um, I'm sure there's many things I just don't know. But anyway... (laughs) So thank you for giving us an example. And um, I actually do have a memory of um because I did something similar uh, when I did Marie Forleo's B-School about asking family members for like your top traits and things. What was the things that kind of came up for you? Uh, I will share mine as well. So it's fair because I'm curious what people said about you.
1: They said I was very strong willed. I wasn't afraid to speak my mind My sister actually told me, she said I was a creative visionary and that really stuck with me. And I was like, oh, that's like a really, that's just, that was the one that really stuck with me. I have a very sensitive side to me. Yeah, those, those were some of the main things that were consistent that people said about me.
0: Oh, that's, that's really nice. And creative visionary, that is quite the compliment. I mean, yeah, I don't. Actually, I wonder. Did I ask my sister? I don't think I asked my sister. I did ask my brother-in-law. Um, so, so just so you know, like um, my brother-in-law and I, like he that he's actually the one who made my website, and um, we're actually very close. And um, there was one thing that he said that really stood out to me, um, because he's not a man of many words, so he doesn't speak that much. Let alone compliments, right? But there's mm-hmm. something that he said that really, like, it meant so much to me because he said, "I've pivoted a lot in my business and in my life in general, especially over the last couple of years." And he said, "Even though to many people it can seem like you're being flaky and indecisive, but the way that I see you is that you have the courage to try." And I was like, "Oh my god! Like, oh my god, that's so
1: awesome! Right? I love it. That's awesome." Yeah.
0: It was, it was really sweet and um, I got similar comments like that from my elder cousins because I'm like one of the youngest cousins and okay. they say uh, similar things like you you try things you're courageous you're brave and you know you're hard-working and the that's that's when it comes to my work ethic and then when it's me as a person they do say like kind compassionate empathic good listener authentic that sort of thing and I'm like Oh guys, <laughs> <laughs> so I highly encourage everyone to follow Megan's process. So um, you've actually got that tidied up in a nice, nice little cheat sheet for us, right? Yes. Yes. All right. So be sure to link that in the show notes. So for those who want to follow uh, Megan's step-by-step process, just so that you, just in case you're on the treadmill, you're in the car or something, you know, and you don't have time to stop and take notes, don't worry, Megan's got you covered and bye So head to uh forward slash zero three nine, and then that will be the show notes, and you can find all the information there of how to download her um, cheat sheet for this process. So, Megan, thank you so much for breaking that down, and I love that we got to kind of go into it a little bit ourselves. I think <laughs> life examples are always helpful.
1: Yes, but, I agree.
0: The next question I have for you is just kind of like how to, how this actually translates into the brand experience, and how it's actually something that can captivate our audience as well as Um, you know, make a difference in our business? Because I think for many people, especially those who are very driven via like logic and metrics um, and everything like like hard metrics and things. So how can we actually know that it's working for our business? Could you kind of um, give some insight into that on how it's like super tangible?
1: Uh, Yes. So I think you'll, once you have a brand that feels in alignment with you, it's going to feel different for you personally. You're, you're going to feel a lot more confident. You're going to feel comfortable showing your brand. And, and that's huge. You know, I mean, they say confidence is, is huge in your business and it really, it starts with you. And so it will kind of exude outward. And um, that's that's a big piece is having that, that confidence and knowing that you can be yourself in your brand and you feel really good about that. But in turn, It is absolutely going to make a difference to your audience and uh, you're going to start to attract like-minded people with your brand. And this is something else. Once you have a brand that really is in alignment with who you are and it it just captures the essence of you, it will start to filter out people. It'll start to filter out people that aren't exactly your people and you don't necessarily vibe with and it's going to captivate your perfect dream clients naturally for you. And so again, that's a really huge benefit to this is it just, it, it works for you. It's kind of like you're 24 seven, always on, you know, sales selling machine when you have this brand that is just in perfect alignment with you. So it's not necessarily like there's any hard and fast metrics that you can apply to this, but I think that it really, like I said, it just, it, it makes a huge level difference with your confidence level. And in turn, it will attract those people and it'll captivate them and just draw them in when you have such a, a personal experience.
0: Actually, I can really speak to that. And I'm really glad you said this because there are some aspects of business that, you know cannot always be measured by hard metrics, but actually in a way that we can, because if we're attracting, like if we're exuding this confidence and we're attracting people, then that could mean like, you know, X amount of leads per month or et cetera. But I can really, really relate to this because I think the best way that I can explain this is kind of like, for the longest time, I was like a a canvas and everyone was taking their paintbrush and painting whatever they wanted. So they, so back then I didn't really know what was my picture, like what, that she represents so her as just a blank canvas for people to paint on but as soon as I already had the canvas paint uh, sorry all the picture was already painted on my canvas then I became almost a, a paintbrush in a way it's <laughs> a really weird analogy I know but it it's so true because um at first I didn't have the confidence to show up as myself and as soon as I started to discover like different pieces of my personality based on exercises um similar to the ones that you shared with us today I found that I have found my people and naturally it does repel people who aren't your people. And I've actually been a lot more stronger in my personal brand, especially in the last year. And I almost always, I say about 99% of the time when I work with a client, like they are actually my ideal client and they really get me and I get them. And it's because of this work that has been done. And I didn't tie it back to that point until now. So now that we're having the conversation, like, oh, that's, that's what made it happen. It's because I knew myself and I was proud to be myself and to really show it. And in a way, it kind of gives people permission to do the same.
1: Yes, I love that example. It's absolutely true. You are attracting, you know who you are and you have this amazing brand experience and you are attracting those like-minded people and it, your brand just does it effortlessly because you have done that core work to set that strong foundation. Such a great example.
0: Awesome. So Megan, could you share with us um, one nugget of wisdom that you'd love to share with our Quiet Rebel audience today? So kind of what action step could they take in order to move forward with creating their own like strong personality-led brand. And I know that they're already going to have the steps in your cheat sheet, which again, is going to be in the show notes, makeafan.com forward slash 039. But aside from that, is there one piece of wisdom that you want to share with us today before we um, um, start wrapping up the interview?
1: I would just encourage everyone listening to get really uh, clear and reflect inwards. And I know it's hard sometimes to do that, but just Really go inwards and and do the steps that we talked about earlier to help you kind of um, do that and just start at the core. Start at the core of who you are and kind of put your business blinders on. Don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Just create, work on creating a brand that feels in alignment with you because I promise that is what's going to attract people to you. So I would just, yeah, encourage you to start at the core. Start with yourself. And then from there, you can layer in and just build on top of that. And you can, you know, work on your copywriting. You can work on your brand photography because I do think images play a huge part in, um, in your brand experience. But yes, I would say start at the core and stay. I know it sounds kind of cliche, but stay true to yourself and uh, the rest
0: will follow. Awesome. Thank you so much for that nugget of wisdom. So I've got three final questions for you, Megan. So number one, if People who are listening today would like to actually explore their, like finding their essence of them, <laughs> with you. Where can they go and find you to learn more about what you do and maybe your own brand experience that you can share with them?
1: Uh, yes. So the best place to go would be my website, which is uh, megan autocom mm-hmm. and as well, I am also on Instagram. So I would love to connect with uh, everybody there as well. And that is my Instagram handle is Megan and then three underscores at all.
0: Okay, so I'll make, I'll make sure to put your website and your Instagram link in the show notes as well, just in case, um, you know, there's a the wrong dash that's been used or something. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. So that was question number one. A Question number two, what makes you a quiet rebel?
1: Good question. I would say that for a good part of my life, I was um, I was always kind of like the shy person. I had a lot to say and a lot of opinions, but I never vocalized them a ton. And it wasn't until the last couple years that I've really started to start owning my voice. And I have just, I mean, I look at where I am now versus a couple years ago, and I have just done a ton of work. And I'm really starting to open up and, you know, share my passion and um with the
0: world and it feels really good awesome so it sounds like you started off quiet and now you've actually uh without having to kind of like do a complete one ac but you've actually started to lean into the rebellious part of you that wants to try something new. yes (laughs) amazing and final question so megan you already know this because i know you're a listener of the podcast but for those who have yet to listen to an entire episode when my audience hears the sound That means it is time for a fact of the day. So Megan, could you share with us one weird fact that we can't easily find on social media or on your website that you can only share with the Quiet Rebels audience today?
1: (laughs) Yes. Okay. So a weird random fact about me is that I am pretty much terrified of mice. So (sighs) I know, I know. So I am kind of sort of a total germaphobe. And so where I used to live, I recently moved, but where I used to live was kind of like in the country. And if you've ever lived in the country, like around cornfields, mice will come into your home like around fall and they will go wherever your food is and they will crap over everything. (laughs) (laughs) So gross. And um, it freaks me out so bad because of like, the whole germaphobeness. So So, um, yes, like, I don't care, like, if I see, like, a mouse anywhere, anytime, I'm just, like, repulsed by them, and they, like, really <laughs> terrify me. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's, it's really gross. So, I, um, that is my weird fact, that I am, like, terrified of mice.
0: <laughs> i'm sure there are some fellow germophobes in the audience so if you are be sure to reach out to megan <laughs> so she, she knows that she's not alone feeling this way i mean i'm actually the exact opposite because i've actually i haven't had mice for pets okay i've okay. had hamsters and because they're like kind of similar so i kind of feel bad like because i've seen my cat kind of catch one and then i told <laughs> off my cat and then i released it in back into the wild but uh-huh. fair enough each their own <laughs> okay so if there, if there is um like when we meet up in real life because um megan and i are actually going to the same event uh tcc irl which is the copyrighted club in real life um next month at the time of this recording so megan if we see a mouse don't worry you can jump on my back and, and i'll i'll run away from it with you okay <laughs> oh, Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right so megan it's been amazing having you on the quiet rebels podcast so thank you so much for being an amazing guest today awesome thank you so much wasn't that awesome my dear quiet rebel i mean honestly i i still want to put mulan down as one of my characters even though my dad is not being sent off to war to battle against the huns i mean and i'm not taking this place either but either way <laughs> i definitely relate to the song that she sings in Um, like the beginning of the movie Reflection so if you haven't heard of Reflection before then please be sure to listen to the song and I'll also list Megan's um, songs as well from the artist that she also shared in the interview um, because I actually haven't heard of that artist or the show that she spoke about before but maybe you may know Mulan and the beauty of the song Reflection but either way that is our version of applying her process to ourselves so now it's your turn so just in case you want to Able to take any notes for the three part system, no worries because Megan's actually wrapped that all nice and neatly for us in her cheat sheet. So to find that information, all you need to do is head to meikesang.com forward slash zero three nine so you'll find this in the podcast uh, description where you're listening to this episode right now and i'll take you straight to my website with the show notes and all of the links and resources we mentioned and also if you did enjoy our conversation and you feel like there should be more people leading their brands with personality be sure to screenshot this episode and share it over on instagram stories and tag megan and i so for megan i'm, I'm gonna put the a description of our handles like how basically so you can copy and paste because my name is a bit weird and she has a couple of dashes in hers so we want to make sure that you're tagging the right people and not some randos <laughs> so that's if you do want to sh- help us to share the message and i really hope that you do because honestly i really feel like there can be more transparency out there with our true selves and maybe it does start with being the true essence of you thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode i really hope you enjoyed it and i hope that you do stay tuned with us for next week as well but we're going to be talking about authentic leadership as an introvert so if you're an introvert and you're wondering how do you show up as a leader without having to force yourself into an extrovert's shoes or maybe you're an extrovert or an ambivert yourself and you want to take a page or two out of introverted leadership that episode is going to be for you so just in case you haven't already please be sure to subscribe to this podcast that way you don't miss an episode as well as some bonus episodes that i only share with the audience and i don't share anywhere else online so i'd love to see you here same place at same time next week for another episode of the Quiet rebels podcast thanks so much and bye for now